Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. I am here today with two amazing guests. We just had two days of shoots uh, with Faith and myself. Um, let me just introduce them. Uh, sitting to my right, making her debut, the lovely Valerie Hex. Hey. Say hello. <laughs> hello. And then we have Josie Joe. Hello. And we, we, we tried doing a version of this podcast a few minutes ago, but nobody had eaten food. So it sounded like an NPR, like, uh, <laughs> oh yes. Oh, God. Bad, yes, we bad wrestled. It was, um, it was quite a... Quite an experience. It would put you to sleep. <laughs> ASMR, baby. Um, but uh, no, so let's start off real quick before we get into it. We did some shoots with you guys. Faith, I think, did most of them, and then we did one today. What were your thoughts? Did you guys have a good time? I had a fantastic time. Uh, Faith's customs were a lot of random, fun, uh, kind of like exercise <laughs> in a way you guys did some firsts like you did i think balloon popping for the mm -hmm. first time or at least first valerie did yes yeah. you've done balloon popping before yes okay. i've never popped a balloon that was three feet tall yeah. but <laughs> yeah i finally saw the photo of that thing that thing was brutal <laughs> it came um, up to my waist josie on too <laughs> it didn't <Right>. work <laughs> so what did you guys were you able to pop it by you, you try to put it on top of it yeah like bam <laughs> I oh, just yeah. bounced off. Yeah, I had to catch you again. <laughs> Which one's heavier? No, I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> but no, and then uh, we did some face sitting with you guys today for our company, which uh, Valerie said was her first time doing face sitting. We did a bizarre script. It wasn't, well, I don't want to insult the, the writer, but it was very, it was like sensual, but also very specific. And so we had to really work hard to get the right reactions and stuff. And you guys took direction so well. Um, and neither one of us complained. We were just like, we're still having fun with it. So it was really good. You guys made stuff that I wouldn't find sexy come across as sexy. So that's always <laughs> what we want. You know? Um, it's like when someone like when someone wears like clown makeup and they're still kind of hot. You're like, yeah, you're wow, oh, yeah. We have weird boners right now. Um, but no, great days of shooting. You did some boxing stuff with Faith. I think Josie did. Uh, I saw some of that when I was loading the clips. Looks like you got your ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> was, was this the, the twitching guy? Yeah, this okay. was the glass jaw. I think your video editor. Yes. Yeah. Our buddy Slim. He sends us all the uh, the, the twitchy Yeah, so uh, I definitely... Um, some knockout stuff. And then if I got hit in the jaw, you know. Yeah, just go down. Just go down. For the count. But... Um, we want to do a dual podcast today since you guys are, are both new. So I'm going to be throwing questions back and forth hey. and we're going to ping pong off of you guys. But one of the things we'd like to do before we talk about random shit is let's talk about <clears throat> how you got started in this crazy, crazy business. Uh, let's go. Eeny, meeny, money, mo. La, 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 la. We're going to ask Josie first. What was your intro to the world of fetish? Was it through like modeling? Did someone just spring it up on you and ask you to do some weird shoot and you were like, I'm down? So mine's a bit of a longer weird story. If I'm going to be we like long and weird. totally honest, I actually knew about it way young. In sixth grade, I told my first, you know, quote unquote boyfriend, that two day long boyfriend thing. I was going to be <laughs> a porn star actress. <laughs> and I don't know what overcame me at like 12 years old. 
to say something like that, did but I did. Did you see something like on TV or something, or you were like, I so be I like was that. a pretty weird internet kid growing up. I saw oh, you guys <laughs> have the internet. You're so young. <laughs> so it actually came out when I was about twelve years old. So uh, after twelve, it was kind of I was a weird kid because of that. But did your parents it, just had a computer; they just let you get on it. Or? So they tried to monitor my access, but you know, kids find the damnedest things on the internet, and my I was would, one my, of my them. My friend would wait till her mom, his mom was cooking. Like, then I would just jerk it off real quick. Absolutely. It was kind of like right after I got home from school, I had like a 30 minute delay. And then it's just in that 30 minute span, you find the darndest things. <laughs> the darndest things on the internet. I remember one website being e fucked. It was just like the most disgusting, weird, shock value fetish porn and it got sent to me by a friend of course, of course. and then ever mm. since then it just kind of like stuck with me it was like oh people make a lot of money doing that and <laughs> a lot of the people looked like they were enjoying when it wasn't in the blooper reel part so I kind of just started modeling and then I got picked up by a couple of people that showed interest and it's just kind of snowballed after mm -hmm. that because I made a Twitter and that kind of opened the access to all of the fetish. Mm -hmm. what, um, when was your first uh, official shoot? So I self-shot from 2016 to about 2018 mm -hmm. and then I think about October of 2018 I started working for a studio and I worked there for about five years. And I just kind of became independent once more because it's more lucrative. What was your first uh, project like? Your first fetish gig? Ooh, intense because I think the first one was basically a dunking fetish. Dunking? Yeah, my <clears throat> first real one because they set me up with a few that were like belly punching, face sitting, stuff like that. But my first custom request was a bathtub dunking. So you were, most people that we've met through the podcast, their first experiences are nine times out of ten, oh, foot fetish, because it's such a common Oh, thing. no, I was being fake drowned my first wow. experience. So literally thrown into the deep end. <laughs> literally, but I would say it was one of the most beautiful clips I've done, just in a morbid fascination mm -hmm. way. Oh, we're going to get on that topic later. We always <laughs> yeah. talk about the dark, taboo stuff, and yes. what you guys are willing to do and not willing to do, which I love those th that theme. But we're going to ping pong now, we're going to go over to to Valerie we're gonna ask her the same question what dragged you kicking and screaming into this crazy shit um so I have done other sex work I've danced a little bit mm -hmm. um, and then I stopped and uh, one of my friends growing up I've known from middle school did this for a long time and worked with the production group she worked with oh and was like well I basically, one day, she never told me any of this, like, hit it, like, and everything. She basically told me one day, and I was like, girl, like, I will do this, like, <laughs> and so I got into it um, from her. How long ago was that? Probably, like, a year ago. Oh, so you're still mm -hmm. kind of honestly, fresh, yeah. Honestly, maybe a little longer now. Maybe a little longer, a year and some months, but um, my first one, too, it was just an arm wrestling one an arm fetish. We actually ended up meeting through that job. Yeah. Did you guys arm wrestle each other? No, I um, had to arm wrestle Athena. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we did a Red Riding Hood the first time. We did a Vore. Yeah, like, that's what it was. I was a wolf. 
Dressed up as a wolf. Yes. Mm-hmm. I need photos. I was I, little red. Yes. <laughs> I have one actually have with a big belly on. Oh, too. I need screen grabs from this motherfucker right yeah, there. Yeah, it was funny. So you had to eat her? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I wish I could get the photos from that shoot. Did oh, you do the thing where like you're inside of her? Uh, yeah, wait, did that we? one? Like in her belly and I stuff? think we pulled out the red sheet. Yeah, that. we have a red sheet that we draped over the couch and that like, we would yeah, do the internal. Yes. I would be banging around. I like, I mean, as I like those scripts. They're, They're funny. Fun. I like yeah, funny stuff. Funny stuff is fun. Like, <laughs> we like the comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those are the, my favorite ones is where we, where we get to be funny and mm-hmm. like be weird yeah. and stuff like I said even the one today you guys turned it into a really fun shoot yeah. uh, where I mean if we had had the wrong people on set it might have been just like boring to shoot yeah. so yeah it was great um, uh, and so so okay you started with arm wrestling uh, what else did you go to from there? Uh, my second video was um, what are the lawns the Itachi Itachi yeah, yeah um, it was that and I was tied up yeah, it you took guys a turn. really started heavy. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, I didn't get into feet. I hate my feet, honestly. And so does my 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 partner hates feet stuff too. She doesn't like doing. And I stuff. don't. I mean, like people like it. They like long toes. So I'm starting to do it more, and um, I don't care about like looking dirt or anything. I'm like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it oh, so you're okay with me. doing the foot worship stuff, or yeah, I don't care. Kind of... It doesn't bother me. Well, it seems like you came in with a really accepting attitude because a lot of models, they get more into the hardcore stuff. And by hardcore, I don't mean porn, but like, you know, hey, Hitachi, you know, yeah. being forced orgasm and stuff like that. It usually takes a while for them to build up to, but you were just like, fuck it right away. Well, my, uh, I did an OnlyFans before I did the fetish stuff, and it's pretty much like me, oh. like, with my wands and squirting and stuff. You guys are so lucky to have the, the internet, the viral stuff, because when I started, Absolutely. it was like, I had to go, I was selling VHS tapes, you know, yeah. like, I had to bring a bag of VHS tapes every morning to the post office, where all the ladies oh, would no. see me walking around the corner and be like, this motherfucker, because they had to ring out each one different cities and shit, so there was like, one hour with me, that's how old I am, folks, VHS, <laughs> and so, um, okay, so... Uh, well, there's a, not a disadvantage, but you're definitely a little longer in the business. So you've been doing this yes. for like, what, five, six, seven years now? Mm, Total? Seven. Seven? Seven. And you're, but you're jumping in deep too. Because like yeah. I said, now you've got wrestling under your belt. You've got, um, you know, like the stuff you've shot this tour. What have you shot this tour that's been um, new for you? I have did the superhero stuff finally. Um I've done a couple fake fightings, but that one I got to throw more punches and everything. Um, I do a lot of bond. I love bondage stuff. Most of the girls that we meet. I love it. Um, it's like a calm code for humans. It's like, tie me up. Yeah. Um, hypno stuff we did. Uh, wedgie stuff, it's huge. Wedgie is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys work with, uh, what's his name, JR? Uh, Cody. Uh, Cody. Oh, yeah, Cody. so his business partner. Oh, okay, all right. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Like he's, he was nice. He reached out to me and, and was like really like appreciative of my work and I watched his stuff. I'm like, oh my God, that looks like a lot of fun. You guys have to wear like, so the trick, I mean, I don't know if there's a trick, but I, you know, I'm assuming you have to wear the big stretchy underwear to get up there as yeah. high as you do or? Um, not some of those really I like. I mean, nah. and they hurt. So there's a 
there's times where we have there's some where it's literally scars. over your head. So those yeah. ones are just like a couple waistbands bigger, but it's nothing like too much bigger because it is real wedgies. So and, you do feel it. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. She gave me a wedgie burn all the way down from my tailbone to like my vagina, basically. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to the bathroom for a bit was um, oh an experience. Yeah. Oh my god! I had one too, like right above my butthole. I was like, "This is <laughs> not at least okay. yours didn't go across it." <laughs> you went from like the fucking back to the taint on yours. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Their own strength sometimes. Self constipation. That's what that was. Just let it heal before you go to the bathroom. Ooh, the bathroom is overrated. Just, yeah. Just hold it in see what happens what did you guys do uh, anything else new that was like uh, like I know so oh, okay so I did like a femdom pup play where I basically just role played with the person and they were the pup and I this is of course so like a role reversal yeah so it's like I treat him like the dog instead mm. of me which I'm pretty familiar with pet play that used to be one of the original Things I used to play off of. Well, little. you do a lot of anime stuff too. So yeah. There's always, always see the girls sure. with the little ears and stuff like that yes, and the tails. Absolutely. And there's got to be a lot of crossover into Yeah, Neko Mimi girls were definitely something I. What's that? That's the cat girl hybrid where it's okay. cat human. Because, uh, yeah, when we were, last time I went to uh, Frolicon, there was a friend of mine who did puppy play. And I didn't know it until I was in the dungeon, sitting there with the beer, and she just kind of walked up to me. And yeah, her, we'll surprise you with the knees. ears sometimes. Like, like, okay, you want to put them on? <laughs> mm -hmm. No, but she was all in the mode. She's like, hi, Santi. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't bring treats. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Pet my head and I was just like, what's the etiquette? Yeah. Do I have to sniff you or what? And so, yeah, no, but it was, um, yeah, uh, okay, well then, let's, uh, it's weird, because like, it's, not weird, but it's interesting, because you are only a year in, mm -hmm. but you are also, you just killing it with all the different subjects and stuff. Yeah. is there anything let's move on to the next thing so um is there anything you guys haven't tried uh yet that you know about that you want to give a shot like do you want to mm. like a fetish you haven't tried yet but you want to do it i can't say there's one i haven't in the seven years well you've been doing it for yeah, yeah. Huh. i don't know um people want to branch me out into the dom world and i'm just well, then that, that begs the other question. In your personal lives, do you find that you're more submissive, more dominant in terms of sexuality versus your professional life? Like, a lot of the girls that I know, and myself included, some of us are always in control of things, and then when it comes to be submissive, like, it's a welcome state, you know? Yeah. But some girls just tend to be dominant both professionally and personally. Like, what's your dynamic? So, uh, both at the same time. Go. Hey. No, okay. <laughs> um, so, funny enough, I'm more submissive in my work. That's mm -hmm. usually just what's requested most. But I am actually a switch to my core. And I take that into the bedroom way more than I take my submissive behavior. Um, Do you find you're more dominant with different genders or more submissive um, with different genders? Yeah, so I'm more dominant with men and less with women. That's common. Yeah. And Valerie? Uh, yeah, I'm more submissive. Um, like I said, most work, they want me to be dominant and everything. And I'm like, uh, I'm more like, <laughs> we need to reverse. Yeah. Um, I felt that a little bit today. We did a scene together, but I, I was like, oh, she's comfortable being, 
like gripped and, yeah. and manipulated. Yeah, she is, and I'm more way more of the grippy mm -hmm. gripper, I guess, and she's yeah, the grippy. But there was good chemistry though. That was like, yeah. it, was, it felt really good. But yeah, no, I I uh, I could I could see that a little bit. Like I feel like if I instructed you to be like a powerful superheroine, I would have to be like, okay, let's really put some. Yeah, that would <laughs> take yeah. a minute, but I, I did pretty good Shit, on shit gets in a good headspace for that one. stuff. I'm thinking of how you would sound like yelling across the room, like, get back here, evildoer. Yeah, like <laughs> it might be at the same volume. Me yelling, that's it. it <laughs> that's what I'm saying, you're so soft-spoken, you'd be like, just like, get back here, evildoer, please. Someone actually wanted me to do a voice tag for them, because they liked how my voice just sounds kind of like under the influence, but yet chill. <laughs> And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm over here with the, the announcer voice at times where I could be on like a radio cast. Oh, the fast voice? Yeah, the fast voice that you... <laughs> yeah, I used to speak so fast. I'm like, that's like a infomercial. Yeah, I, I can definitely slip into the infomercial. Well, you both have, a, like, uh, you're very soft-spoken. You can, Like I said, we were talking about how it sounds like an NPR recording where it's like, welcome to This Week in Government. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this state's economic mm. plan is, and you're just like, which is relaxing. To fight shit. global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Volunteer for your local chapter now. Um, Please recycle. The hypno stuff, though. <laughs> hypno stuff. Well, so yeah, Reduce, so let's talk about. and recycle. <laughs> empty bag now. <laughs> Would please. you like to play with credit or debit? <laughs> I was about to say, please insert items in shopping bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I have I've always toyed with the idea of like, what if Siri became like a real woman and then Alexa turned into a real woman? How and may they just, I help you? But they started fighting hey. each other. Yeah. So Siri is like, would you like an ass whooping now or later? You know, <laughs> uh, Alexa just spoke back yeah. to me. <laughs> Sorry, she's like, what are you talking about? Uh, but uh, so, what have been some of your favorite uh, kinks to role play so far? Do you feel like you lean towards a couple of favorites? Are you more into bondage, wrestling, tickling? I don't know. Tickling? So, I guess anything where it's like more extravagant. Hmm. So, like, uh, like what, for example? Super heroin, um, fighting. Hmm. So more intricate. So yeah. Kind of like the first shoot you and I did together. Yeah. Mhm. Mm for sure. And Faith's stuff is very fun with the lunar. Fetish with yeah. balloons. Well, yeah, I figured you guys would have a blast with that. Yeah, the mm -hmm. spies. And it's like those little, they can they don't have to be long, but like just kind of plotty, mm -hmm. but with characters and stuff. That tends to be my favorite. That's my favorite to shoot. My favorite mm -hmm. to shoot is if there's a storyline, spy versus spy, you know, mm -hmm. friend has betrayed you. Oh, yeah. There's drama. It's you totally know. fun. Um, Ad-libbing, I think, is my favorite. Mm -hmm. So anything where I'm just given something to go. That's good. I mean, most people don't have, well, not most people, but some people don't have that in them. You know, I've had models who are like, just tell me what to say. I can't think of anything. I can't and... do lines very well. <laughs> I think that's my hardest. Uh, yeah. I used to be like that. Like, tell me what to say. Now I'm just like, okay, now I can spin off something. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And what about you? Have you, is there anything out there that you kind of like better than the other uh, genres or kinks or? Um, I like doing the, what is it, giantess? Oh, giantess. Um, yeah, because you can, I'm into writing a lot, and for the, that fetish, you can, um, you can make a storyline for that and keep going. There's actually sites they give you where you go online and someone starts the story and they give you rules and you just 
like put your piece in. Interesting. So it's a big, it's a bigger community than I thought. I learned to write at a young age. That was one of my passions, and um, I just was always a good writer. Um, I won all these spelling bees when I was a kid. I was just was always English language was always like my favorite thing to, to fuck with literature and stuff like that. And so when I started getting into wrestling, there was these people who wanted to do like cyber wrestling, where they'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to create a character. You create a character, and we're going to talk mm, through mm -hmm. the match." And it would be a great way to write because you'd go back and forth yeah. and have to think on your feet. And yeah. that's what got me more into the psychology of wrestling growing up was doing these lines online matches. And they were never really sexual for me. It was more like, let's see who can win, you know, um, before you could do video games that way. So it was like it was like role playing like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I was about to say that. Like, <clears throat> but yeah. you, you type through it. And so that helped me get good at like improvising on site. Like if we had to do a fight, someone said, OK, well, let's a match between Josie and Valerie. But just surprise me. All right, let's come up with some good shit. Yeah. You know, let's come up with the backstory. Why did you get pissed off at her? You know, what, what's going on? And and then you guys just you know flow, and it, it that kind of creativity is what I live for. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, do, I for sure relate to that one. Yeah, there's a lot of producers who just like to just shoot what they're given, and they don't really add their own flavor to it. And I'm just like, no, man, let's make it like ours. You know, like what we shot downstairs. If another producer had tackled that script, it might be boring but we made it like camera angles reactions body language you guys really brought a lot to it so yeah. thank you for that but um, <laughs> but yeah so uh, let's go on to personal um, obviously it doesn't have to come from the business but if you're okay with giving any info away what would you say are your own personal kinks versus fetishes obviously kinks are not as intense as fetishes if you say you know fetish is more intense fetish is something you have to have in order to like really get there whereas kings can be anything like oh i like spanking i like choking i like leather i like vinyl I like bondage like what are your what are your things i guess technically i don't have a fetish because no. i i'm kind of open to a lot of things i have a lot of kinks though so i find that most women have a lot of kinks and not many fetishes yeah <laughs> um so who bondage that's definitely one of them do you have a favorite tie um, funny enough, I think hog ties are pretty fun. That's like the one everyone says. Really? Yeah, yeah they're like, they're fun ones. Mm -hmm. You got your ankles to your feet. Mm -hmm. You're in a little pool. Have you ever done like shibari suspension, stuff like that? She's done the suspension. I've done the shibari. Uh, I want to be suspended. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. The dude, the whole time, he was just like, is it... It might hurt. It might hurt. I'm like, listen, I'm going to breathe through it the whole way. Just get me up there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We Do you find be... that pain is like, you're, you welcome the pain sometimes? Is it more I, like... Yeah. Um, I don't, I like to work on breathing too and channel like things different throughout your body. And then hmm. meditation is huge for me. So when you go into one of those areas, you just got to clear your head completely. You go into that space, especially if you go into subspace and stuff like that. It, it's a whole other thing. But I mm -hmm. have a weird sense for pain, I guess. Um, call me a masochist. I can be beaten pretty hard. And I just have a weird block for it. Um, so like a high tolerance. Yeah, super mm -hmm. high tolerance. Pain hurts. Kind of, nah, I don't pain know. Pain, <laughs> pain is just that, I guess. It's just I a... Think of that movie, Roadhouse, is like, pain don't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a brief registration for a second. And then Did I'm you win the fight? Fine. Nobody wins a fight. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I'm pretty open to pain, you know? Mm. 
it's like I, well, I mean, obviously the stuff we do here, we're very gentle. Oh but, yeah, absolutely. But there's some stuff, there's some moves that we could put you into here that could definitely stretch you out and make uh, you feel it. Like, especially yeah. if you do like torture racks across my. Oh yeah, like well, that. I don't know. I'm pretty flexible. Laura Cross has put me in some torture racks and just I've just been hanging out there because I'm flexible. Well, I definitely want to. Now that I know that, we'll work that in more next time. I used to be a contortionist. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, there's a guy yeah. who loves doing customs where the girls are embossing crabs, camel clutches, and you're being oh, yeah. bent, and your feet's touching the top of your head and stuff like that. And, yeah, mm. Laura had me upside down one time, and she basically just had my lower half folded over. When she had me, she had me like facing her, but I went ahead and like folded backwards because she's nice. kind of like a chest stand without touching the ground. I have some, yeah, I'll have to put you in some moves that we can use for that as well. But uh, Okay, so Valerie's turn. Is there any are any kinks floating around in there that, that you like? Or? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have this huge daddy kink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but Describe it, that, what it's do you mean? not like... It's like a role play thing? Or? Definitely role play, but it, um, I kind of developed it with one of my exes. Um, long story short, like, we were going to fall in love, get married, and the idea of just breeding. So I guess it comes from a breeding kink, and you see him as, like, daddy or mm -hmm. something. I don't know. But well, no, I don't, I'm interested. Uh, I don't so see it more as, how like, does that? How does that work? Like, how would you role-play that? Is it just... Uh, so, um, like, call me, like, a good girl or, like, you know, like, those little terms. Yeah. Um, how, just, like, very submissive for me. Mm -hmm. um, very dominant. To, and you refer to him in certain terms, too. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, daddy. Yes, daddy, yes, sir. Like, that we'll do anything you want. Blah, okay. Blah. So, so that would be more of a, of a lifestyle kind of role play. Yeah, like, it eventually does. But uh, I always have the one rule, leave your kinks at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, just leave them at home, guys. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I have the breeding kink. But I have a one up with the. I always have birth control because I have the impregnation role play that I like, oh. and like the breeding fetish that goes that deep for me. How does the impregnation fetish work? Or it's kink? just like you know, call me your Twinkie and fill me up kind of shit. <laughs> like you know, it's just the nasty treat me like your trash can type. Yeah, do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Control my body like you're a Republican. <laughs> oh, kind of. Yes. <laughs> Just for a brief moment. Tell me what I can't do with my reproductive system, Daddy. <laughs> Repeal Roe versus Wade for me, please. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. No, I, I, I've heard of those kinks, but I've never yeah. heard them really explained before. So, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking of like impregnation fetish, like where you actually get like the dildos that have the little... Uh, so I do have dildos with cum tubes because of that fetish. Oh, yes. Yeah, I like doing the huge cream pies with them because it's just like an endless flow of the 50 milliliters of oh. fluid and you're just squishing it into it and it's like huge. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I know though, I went to uh, this one company, I saw one of their uh, dealer's rooms things at the, I think it was Fetish Con and they had like the, the what are they called? The ovipositors or the... Oh, I have one of those too. They're great. They lay an egg <laughs> in you and shit. And... I had a tentacle fetish for like the longest Yeah, or like, oh, especially anime based. Yeah, I kind of got over it. But yeah, like, I think I it lays like, like an egg inside you but then it dissolves yeah, awesome. or something. Or, yeah, uh, or some it of depends them stay on, in there. I don't um, know. So you can make it out of gelatin or a dissolving 
It just, you just like push it out. Yeah, usually. <laughs> or it just dissolves and it just so comes out of you. Or? Usually it's about like the birthing afterwards. Oh, so the there egg. is something so, you push out. Yeah, so you you push <laughs> it out yourself, face. and it's called egg birthing. Yeah. <sighs> I think you can order that at, at a diner nearby. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'll have the egg birthing. You want some eggs in a basket? <laughs> Another one too. Um, I enjoy. Give it to me. I'm one of the watchers. The, so you're a voyeur. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mutual masturbation. I'm all for it. I guess like That's hot. I'm not really I'm not a sexual person to be honest. Like I like doing things with myself and mm-hmm. me and I really gotta like somebody. To want to bring them into the mix. Yeah, yeah. so that's why I like watching people because I'm like, what you're doing is turning me on. Do but you watch, I can touch Do you watch it. a lot of porn? Or? Oh, a shit ton of porn. What's your favorite types? Um, lesbian, uh, domination. Like, like strap-on stuff or... Stuff, oh, okay. yeah. One of my best friends, uh, um, I haven't talked to her in a while, but she's like the queen of strap-on domination. She goes by Sin Sage, and uh, she's like the best at it, apparently. Wow. I wouldn't know. See, I'm <laughs> we haven't gotten to be that close, but yeah. Uh, I'm more dominant with girls. So you would be the one putting it on? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Do you, do you watch anything at all, or are you more, um, more like an ex- exhibitionist, voyeur, a little bit of both? I'm a little more of an exhibitionist, but if I do do porn, it's honestly a manga. Uh, it's a comic I book. Guessed. I should have guessed. It's a comic book, What about yeah. the cartoons? Anything like that? Um, yeah, sometimes, but more often than not, I'm actually not for live action. So I, like, I'll read it, or yeah, in any kind of format, I'll read I it. I find that women... I'm going to sound like such an old... Women's brain work differently from men's brain. You see? <laughs> see, I need a picture. The women's brain, it's yeah. small and sweet. No, no. Um, uh, a lot of my <laughs> friends that I've talked to throughout the years, it's like men need more of a concrete vision to get off. Like they have to have like a movie or a film. I or like to picture it. Recipe. Exactly. <laughs> they have to see what they're seeing. Whereas women that I've talked to in the past, my friend would go to Tumblr and literally just save gifts. Like that was G- me. Just, or is it GIFs, whatever, GIFs. And she would just watch a GIF and it would just feel her... her. It made me sad that Tumblr banned porn because I that's where Tumblr. I would watch my GIFs. I used to love Tumblr. They still have some on there, but you gotta be like... It's so... Uh, it's, it's kind weird. of weird now. It's weird. Like, it's I have so one for nasty. my... I do... I do. Uh, I have two different websites. Well, one of them is mostly female versus female. Uh, it's also intergender where I'm usually the dominant persona. But I've been toying with my new character where I'm more like the, the, the submissive. And I wrestle guys and girls because I knew, I knew there was a market for the guy-guy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not gay or bi, but when it comes to pro wrestling and role play, it's one of my kinks. So if I have a like-minded male who is respective of my boundaries, it could be a lot of fun. And yeah. we can make it really work. And so I started putting it up on Tumblr. Like It was just me wearing pro trunks, wrestling another guy, boots, pro trunks. And they kept banning us saying no you just too sexual because like we can see the fact that you know you have a you have a bulge in your in your speedos i'm like yeah because that's my penis i can't tie it down <laughs> unless you want to wear a dance belt like i'm not doing that and just because you could see the outline of, of our fucking genitalia they're like sorry and then i would go to the main tumbler like you know wherever your your main feed and there'd be just hard dicks flapping around I'm like, yeah Wait, how is that okay but mm-hmm. me wearing tight Super trunks picky. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Tumblr is yeah. like a very confused yes. person right now. But uh, but no, okay, so that's very interesting. Okay, so we have two dynamics. You're more dominant with women. Do you feel like with men you're a little more submissive or Yeah. Um sometimes. Sometimes I had a boyfriend tell me once I was too manly before. 
how does that even compare? Yeah, I wasn't girly enough for him. Like you weren't playing yep. with pink things enough? Or? Yeah, well, I had that, at that time I was working construction too. Like I have my own tools, I do my own stuff. Like, that's, that's cool. It's, it's hot, it's yeah. cool. It's good to know how to build stuff to yourself. Um, Absolutely. He was the one who wore like crop tops and I was like... What the? Yeah, <laughs> one day he busted out with a crop top and I was like... Okay. Uh, please I feel like you're saying you're projecting something onto me. <laughs> right. You're too manly. I'm like, ah. Yeah. No, and I was sure. like, don't don't ask me to be like really womanly. And then when I ask you to be manly, maybe because no, of mean, his crop top, where he felt uh, demasculized with you not being hyper femme. Oh no, he just that's made me feel silly. Bad. I. My partner, who you've met, she's a little bit of both. She could be like chill, just like one of the fucking boys walking around with sweatpants and fucking cursing like a sailor, but then she can be this feminine presence. But I don't demand it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, wear more pink or, you know, t talk about rainbows and fucking butterflies. Like, no. I bounce back and forth between the two so much that I would give you whiplash if you weren't prepared for it. I think. Too, it's hard like in this world, like, cause I don't like doing makeup in the fetish world. Everybody likes glam, like looks or something, and yeah. like some Sometimes certain I stuff like they want makeup. girly. And it's like, how can I be tomboy in the fetish world? <laughs> well, how can they like me? I mean, you unless have... you're doing, uh, like you said, some role play where you're more of the the dominant yeah, woman. Yeah, exactly. You have, have a to... very beautiful canvas, just flat out, just. You don't have very dark circles. You have very big, brown, clear eyes. Yeah, your eyes. Your eyes were the first thing that caught me when you walked in the door. I was honestly, like, Holy shit. you don't really need makeup. Some yeah. of us and it breaks have my skin, it, yeah. like iron deficiency issues and need <laughs> concealer. <laughs> yeah, I've had producer tell me once to put more makeup on. Uh, I've never done that. I, I think the only time there was only if the customer says, hey, maybe like heavy eyeliner to have like a gothic look or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, do you have any eyeliner? No, don't worry about it. Like I never really demand makeup. No. Um, unless, I mean, I don't think I've ever had anybody look bad without makeup. It's just like, you know, unless it's like an old school, like 80s style pro thing where they want more glam, you know, where they want like the actual like. Yeah. yeah. And like the bright red lipstick and stuff like that. But like, mm -hmm. um, for the most part, yeah, a lot of the women we work with just have like a, they either really know their makeup uh, mm -hmm. or they have a natural, you know, beauty or both, you know. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. I just tend to prefer the glam because that's what I've been doing for so long. Yeah. You know? I think it was like, I forgot who the actress was. It might have been Sama Hayek or something where she said like the, the best makeup artists are the ones that make you look like you're not wearing makeup. Exactly. And I like the over-the-top eyeshadows, eyeliners. Mm -hmm. I like making my one eyebrow pink mm -hmm. to match. Well, yeah, see, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't have it right now, but I'll do lots of crazy stuff, like gluing gems, rhinestones on yeah. my face. Yeah, I'll do uh, that. You and Faith, too. Faith does yeah. crazy makeup I stuff love sometimes. It. Yeah. I love it. And, uh, and, you know, it's always have... been an expression for me since I was young to just do crazy makeup, even if I'm going nowhere. Uh, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, when I see, for example, you're wearing the lip ring and the nose ring, and I, it never hits me to go, like, take those out because the mainstream might, you know, like it more. It just, I just like, yeah, I like you being you. I've been told that too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually more aggravating. It's actually a pet peeve of yeah. mine to be requested to change mm -hmm. something. And I don't ever do it unless. You didn't pay yeah. more for it. Yeah, you didn't exactly. tell the guy I have this because my picture on the website had it. All my pictures have it. Mm -hmm. So why would I take it out? 
because yeah. I want you to look more feminine mm. or I want you to look the way that I project women, a woman to be, yeah. you know, a lot of these guys, especially the older fans and no disrespect to my older fans. God bless you. I'm an old guy too, but, uh, they're old fashioned. So they're not used to all the tattoos. Not used yeah. To that's that. another yeah. tattoo. Some people Anytime don't. I talk about tattoos, I get the older crowd freaking out because I have none right now. Oh really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I, I mean, I should have noticed, right? But I, <laughs> you're in a bikini, but I, I, I didn't even go to look for the tattoo. No, I don't have any. So, mm. but I definitely wanted a few. I just never decisive enough. Yeah. It took me 30 something years to even figure <laughs> that because of, yeah. you know, just I had like a life changing experience and I was like, man who fights demons and defeats them. Oh, Evil Dead, let's do that. <laughs> it's like my favorite horror movie. It, like I connected with it, so it's the only one. And there's SKW on my calf, and that's it. Yeah. I might get a scarab here because that was like a symbol of rebirth, and I went through some shit. But, I, yeah. I think piercings are fun, though. I can never do piercings. I don't know if it's a needle like thing. Them. Also, guys with piercings, like I feel like they have to be very strategic where they yeah. are and stuff like that. A guy Especially with... for anything facial, because it could easily feminize a face. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I don't care. Like, a guy with an earring, whatever, if you can rock it, do it, you know? Yeah. Eyebrow piercings. Those ones... <laughs> Is that a big turn off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are hard to, like, like. And I, see, I, I'm curious, because I've never asked a woman what their outlook were on male piercings. Um, I like septums on guys. Um, I like dual ear piercings. I don't mm -hmm. like just one or the other. I find that a little... Nipples? No. Honestly, not for guys. I've had that, and it's just not my thing. I'm always afraid, like, with a woman having those, like, am I going to hit those the wrong way? See, and I have, yeah. and no matter how far healed they are, they always go ouch. So, oh, no, 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 no thank you. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the pet peeves then. So, obviously, we've had a lot of positive experiences in this business. We wouldn't be here if we, we didn't like it. Uh, but what so far are the things that kind of bug you? You know, like I've had some people, you know, like, you know, fan interactions sometimes are rough because, you know, people will write you in a certain way and, and feel like they're, they're not really respecting you as a, as a person. Yeah. Or... I think it's just a time thing for me mostly. It's like, uh, don't waste my time and compensate me for the time that I spent. Yeah, um, I have one on fans and producers. You're just sitting there in a room and they're just talking shit about everyone they've worked with. And you're oh like, God. when I leave, that's a big one. This is going to be me. And I've, I've had it where I've got told where I'm literally new to this and I don't know what I'm doing. And I've had people really? that they're like, she doesn't know how to act. She doesn't do this. Well, guess what? I was here for. A little bit of time, and I'm yeah. nervous. Someone said that about you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and so many, like you know, just so many other people. But I just started out, so of course. And then there's some people you work with that don't make you feel. Some girls you work with don't make you feel comfortable at all. Yeah, no. Some. How so? Like, what are some? Um, uh, my high energy tended. No, you don't have to name names, but like, um, no. what, what's an example of a scenario where um, that um, uh, Accusations of drug usage because I have high energy. Mm. Um, I came in one day, I just woke up, I had tweaked my back. Um, the whole left side was in pain. But I still showed up and I was doing a wrestling fight shit and they expected me to have a smile on my face the whole time. And when I said I need five minutes to go cry in the bathroom because it's way too painful, I got a phone call 
asking what kind of drugs I was doing, and I said, I wish I had done some, because I was in so much pain in your bathroom, I cried, and that's all that happened. Mm -hmm. They thought you were in there, like, shooting up or something. I don't know, because they were both in there watching me cry over the pain, and it was just weird. Yeah, I mean... It was just weird to not, like, there was no ibuprofen offered, no kind yeah. of, oh, what like, the fuck? water or anything. They just wanted me to get up They're and get like back to it. They're, like, in and out, it. get paid Yeah. Us. So, here's my thoughts on some of that, like, and this is across the fucking board. If you are complaining that an actress can't act, then guess what? You're not a good director. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have gotten amazing performances out of everyone I've worked with, and it's because Absolutely. I am patient. Oh, um, yeah. I know how to communicate what these people want to see. Um, and, you know, you're compassionate to the models on hand. If they're having a bad day, let them mm -hmm. have their bad day. And then when they're ready to perform, they'll perform. Mm -hmm. And I've never had... A sick, I've never lost my patience with, with a, a model. And when she couldn't get something, I'd be like, okay, that was good, but let's try it this way. Let's yeah. do it this way. You know, or let's, let's, let's put more emphasis on this. So if you are complaining that someone can act, well, you know what, man, you're, it's probably mostly your fault. Mm -hmm. If you're expecting someone to come in and do your work for you. Oh, that's a big pet peeve. And words get out. Like, I don't think people understand how much, like, if you do talk about other people, it does come around. Like, Some it does. Some people have done things to be talked about and then there's other people that are just literally minding their business we met one producer shall remain nameless out of just a shit in because he's, he's a piece of shit but mm -hmm. he kind of said you know he wanted to join us for dinner up in i think it was up in jersey or something like that and he showed up to dinner and all he fucking did at the table was talk shit about other models and other yeah, producers until the guy who was hosting it was like this guy's kind of a fucking annoying Asshole. I mean, if the only things you're ever going to say is negative things, don't come around. Yeah, and if you're mm -hmm. thriving on drama, like yeah. I even, um, you know, I'm, I have an ex-wife and she's in the business. And mm -hmm. do she and I speak? Not really, no. It was amicable to a degree, but not really. But you know what? If someone came to me and said, hey, um, you know, uh, your ex-wife wants to hire me, but out of respect for you. I'm like, no, 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 no. Absolutely. She pays well. She's a good performer. She's mm -hmm. a good producer. What my feelings are for her are my feelings alone. Go make your money. Mm -hmm. Life's too short for me to step in the way of your payday. Right. Yeah. Like, just right. make sure they don't fuck you over. Make sure if it's someone who's talky, 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 don't give them too much info about yourself. You know? And if you notice that they're just talking shit about people, keep that in mind. Because like you said, mm -hmm. they might you might be the next one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Or like you feel like you're in the like room and you just uh, like turn your back and you're like, oh my God. What is he going to say about yeah, me? Yeah, like, did I do this right? Did I do that yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, and then over time, especially if your audience starts to decrease when you're experiencing that you don't tend to wonder how much their reach yeah. tends to go of them talking badly and then you're like now i gotta be better than i ever have before because and it's like a self-pressure you know? that you almost don't want because you wanted it to still be a fun work and it's environment. not fun anymore yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of sketchy shit and that's why you know even like i said we get scripts sometimes where we're like oh that we're gonna have to polish this 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 rock a little bit and make mm -hmm. it shiny but we have a good time doing it yeah. i'm never going to say yes to a script that i feel is going to make us just sit there and be like oh this sucks um, oh god but yeah. yeah i'm sure you've gone through that like, we have the redos the re uh, see i don't like free redos i don't need that, that. <laughs> oh like we fucked up come back and do it for free yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no. we've no, had no, no, that no. we do we used and to have to do free redos no i'd be like i'll pay you 
the worst I did once is like, I'm like, can I pay you like 75% of the amount? But even then now, if I make, if I make you come back, that's your time. I got to yeah. pay you for I your time. I told them I quit. Yeah. Yeah. I was we, like, no. Nope. We both ended up bailing out on that situation. And now we're traveling and doing all this fun stuff instead. Yeah, no. Um, once again, and it's because I'm biased as a producer, if, you, if you're thinking someone's not giving you a good performance, then you need to step up as a director and, and put in the effort to get them to where you want them Absolutely. to be. You know? And it's not like, no model walks into your room wanting to give a bad performance. No. Like, right. I've never met a single person who came into my room going like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this guy over by sh being shitty. You know, sometimes some models are good at doing certain things. Some models have more, takes more effort to get to another place. So I actually half met a model like that, but that's literally because uh, it was a, a redo. And oh, she was, was like, well, fuck this, yeah. Yeah, we ended up not wearing our makeup, not doing our hair, and we did the redo because they mm -hmm. didn't pay us enough to, to get in full glam and put that much effort in, you know? And it, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was to a guy who complained before and nothing was right. So once nothing is right to somebody and they ask again and it's not right again, do you think it's going to be right the third time? No. See, no. There was this one dude that did custom requests and like no hate, but everything from action to word had to be exact yeah. the way he wrote it. Oh, he was writing the scripts. Yeah. So oh, the way he wrote little, it, we yeah. we had to act that way and speak the exact lines that he wrote for us. And they were even like highlighted in different colors. So we knew what to say. And like, I don't know, like halfway through, we, we, we realized we messed up. And then we said we were going to come back to it. And they get, I guess they sent them the raw footage of us doing it halfway instead of all the way. Mm -hmm. And he replied that he's crying with how wrong it was. And it's like, we know, that's why we stopped. <laughs> we stopped because we knew it was wrong. Why are you freaking out on us? It's like, we were going to take a day and come back to it tomorrow. No, I mean... It was hellacious. Okay, well, that's an interesting take because that's more like the guy is like the director of his own vision as opposed to like shooting yeah yes. and it should we, you should get paid and I, way more i felt at that point you're doing a, a a b film you're doing you're pretty much doing a lot of work i felt weird and... that the scrap was sent to him too instead of like the whole film like the blooper basically yeah i just wow. think some people uh when it's it comes when you get a lot of footage and you think you did good and then like you have people like in the background reading the script to you seeing like the pinching one i had to do mm. apparently he wanted it a certain way and it wasn't good enough but i had two people one filming and apparently it wasn't long enough on my part holding the pinches. Number one, someone should have been counting who was filming. She told me once to do so it. So someone else was uh, outsourced to shoot yeah. the stuff? Mm -hmm. So we have... Well, if you're not even... Yeah. If you don't care enough to be on set, then why are you complaining? This is so weird. Like, yeah, we if you're so exact, that. then be on set. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had... I've, I've outsourced some stuff to, like, like my friend Sumiko. She's in Vegas. She's an amazing performer. I want to have more content. So I'm like, let me send you a script. You guys shoot it. You know, just get it as close as you can. And I, I trust her, her professionalism. So even if she doesn't get it exactly, it's still, I pre I'm like, I appreciate your effort. We're going to make it, we'll edit it and make it look great. Uh, even if she doesn't hit every single spot, it's fine. We don't always hit every single spot. Yeah. I feel like outsourcing, like somebody that actually knows video though, would have been 
way easier in the mm -hmm. start. Yeah, and then we never get to see those videos. I mean, like, I get it. Some of them you'll never get to see, but it's like... My stuff is there for you guys if you want me. I think I sent you the superhero one, right? Yeah. Because I want you to see the effects and stuff. Yeah, and... absolutely. Um, anything where it's been slightly edited, you've shown me the effects. Yeah. yeah. I don't get any... I didn't get any of that before and it was kind of weird because you don't get to self-reflect on your acting and sometimes it's just really good to look back because sometimes you yeah. think maybe I did good maybe I didn't and it would just be really good to see yeah. I, I guess I'm kind of spoiled because the person I work with um, edits my videos and he gives me all access to the equipment and everything and teaches me how to do it and that's cool um, so when I work with like a production company I'm just like this is yeah it's fun well not like your production company mm -hmm. but like one that's like we own all rights like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. Um, I don't know it's different uh, I mean I you know this is what I do for a living so like to not make it fun and relaxing would be weird like I don't know like why what anybody would make it such a stressful thing like yes like uh, I have a blast yeah. doing what I do, so like if you're have if you're pulling your hair out, then you're you might be doing something wrong. Yeah, that's what the point breaking point was for me was mm. pulling my hair out and not just like getting over it and mm. realizing that going back to independent work was not bad. No, you you need it. They were wearing you down. A I lot. was. That's why I, quit I was ahead. Too. <laughs> yeah, I think. What was it? Burnout. Yeah, I think yeah. I hit burnout completely. At one point. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Okay. Well, damn. You guys definitely answered the shit out of that question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, let's talk about um, the taboo stuff. So, like, um, we, we have a lot of uh, people that, you know, even us, like, Sleeper Kids World and Essentially Savage, we shoot some stuff that's, like, you know, necro fetish. You know, people getting their necks snapped and, you know, to some people, even girls getting knocked out and, and, and you know, manipulated and caressed is, like, oh, that's rapey. Or like, you know, mm -hmm. so the the extreme fetishes, like what are things that if someone offered you thousands of dollars, you'd still be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, I won't shit on you. It's always the first answer. I will not. Um, it's always the first, as a poop. I can piss on you, probably. <laughs> but... By the way, she's not saying this because I asked her, by the way, directly. She's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeper kids, stop okay. asking. Um... That's why I fed you all the Mexican food. I'm like, <laughs> she's going to feel that itch? Yes. Um, Let's go to the Dexter room. <laughs> well, that's I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I have a sleepy, or a sleepy kink myself, okay. too. What's the nature of that? Is it more just the idea of being knocked out? Or, um, or just being controlled? As we, I guess being controlled. I, would, I, liked, I told my ex to like wake me up, pretty much. I loved that. Oh, like with sex? And yeah. Stuff? Oh, okay, so real sleep. Yeah. Real sleep, okay. Okay, so not role-play sleep. And stuff no, like that. I okay. guess not, no. <laughs> no, I know one model who actually has a very severe kink for, for sleepy role-play. Like, she's she loves her husband, like, you know, knocking her out and pretending to, like, you know. But like, it's all consensual. It's all consensual. Yeah, yeah. all consensual. That's usually my take on it. Is there anything out there that you wouldn't do for a million bucks? I'm assuming you're like, I'll poop on you. <laughs> <laughs> I might. <laughs> I might. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is there? I don't know. I mean, like, I you feel don't like... like food. I don't like food and I don't like blood. So oh, okay. I play and I have a sensitive stomach, so I can't eat a lot. Okay. So there you go. 
So you but can't there's a lot of the feeder fetish that they they see my small frame and they're like eat and I'm like I eat a lot <laughs> trust me. Would you be able to like if you were eating like let's say your your meal like let's say someone filmed you eating the Mexican food? Oh yeah, so I've wanted to do the mukbangs where it's just you set out your meal in front of you and you just record and it's like a comfort video for people that have eating disorders because I've struggled oh. with them a lot my whole life and mukbangs have been. I've just kind of like kind of eating with somebody without eating with somebody that how do you spell that m-u-k-b-a-n-g it's a korean term for eating large meals in front of a camera that's why the youtube channels were yeah yeah that's exactly what they are there's one where i was just eating like packets of ketchup and shit but there was (laughs) yeah so um, they've gotten some weird ones out there but yeah just the concept is to not eat alone but be, being alone while you eat still. Wow. There's yeah. so much shit in this in this genre that I still don't know about. Uh, yeah. What about stuff like, uh, I'll go deeper into taboo, like uh, death fetish, you know, getting killed, So I've definitely, murdered. the whole bathtub murder thing was... What was that? Murder, that's an episode on South Park, the murder porn. Oh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I've definitely... Have you done anything, any, any death stuff or no, not yet? Um, I had to pretend drown in a pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're okay with playing the dead body and stuff like that. A lot of a lot of women, I feel like it's maybe, maybe it's the same thing that makes women really gravitate towards like true crime stuff. Like there's a weird kind of like oh death play that's kind of taboo, but it's exciting. You know, mm-hmm. like I've talked. Yeah. Every woman I've worked <laughs> with has been okay with like doing like the because we don't do extreme stuff, but we do silly stuff like you get shot. You're like oh, and you like lay there and just kind of like I've stare done at the like ceiling. the rope strangulation one. Before. That's another one that's huge. Is the tongue and like the yeah. choking, and you're like at the end or like the neck snaps. We do a lot of ninja stuff, so we do a lot of like snap, and the girls just kind of like twitching on the ground. And everyone we work with, they're just like, that's fucking great. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean Hollywood does it. That's the other big thing. It's like, well, how am I going to say no to this? But I just turned on a Schwarzenegger movie where he just killed 6,000 Costa Ricans with a machine gun. I think horror movies are the loophole for porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think Sometimes. So, yeah. For you know. sure. I mean, I've technically... I did a B-list horror movie where I believe it was just basically borderline for most of the guys to see the girls naked. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, think about how many young, impressionable... 11 to 14 year old boys are watching that shit. Oh yeah, it was aired on like a Killing girls who were just topless and killing them because they had sex and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of... Yeah, it was like on a drive-in for Halloween Fright Night. Mm. It was on the big screen. Ah! Dude, there's just one scene. I'm not a big fan of Friday the 13th films. They're okay. (laughs) They're they're fun to watch in the background. But there was this one, uh, I forget which one, part six or something like that, where a girl's fucking this guy in a tent and she's on top of him and she's riding him. And she's beautiful. And it's shot great. And Jason walks up to the tent with this big spear. And she, I don't know how they got away with it, but she has an orgasm. Like she's literally coming and he just... Puts the spear through it, goes through her back, comes out of here, and he goes like this, and he just cuts her in half, and her body, her torso goes, and like, and while the guy's still inside of her, and I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, how the fuck did they get away with that? First off, it was the unrated version, but still, and I was like, of course we have those kinks, you know? There's some kid who was just like, oh my god, that girl's about to come, oh my god, there's blood everywhere, there's blood everywhere, you know, like, yeah, you get those synapses that connect when you're like that age exactly. and for women I feel maybe disagree with me on this please if you feel like I'm, I'm full of shit but I feel like for women 
the root of their kinks is more abstract you know like for men it's like every guy i talk to is like well they know the exact story i was mm-hmm. nine my aunt walked in with her friend who was wearing pantyhose and suddenly i was in a pantyhose you know or she she hiked up her skirt and she didn't know i was looking and i saw this so now i'm into skirts or i'm into garters or i'm into to high heels um i saw a wrestling match when i was a kid and suddenly i'm into women's wrestling you know and but with women it's always like hey you like spanking why and mm, i don't know kind of just do you know sometimes they don't know where it came from um so for a lot of women i've spoken to the the root of their kinks is very kind of like "Mm, not exact you know what i mean Mm. and so i always find that very interesting that for men it's more concrete for for women it's very abstract like you know do you like spanking for example no okay do you like like breath play yes okay do you remember where that came from um Probably just one time um, an ex accidentally, like, you know, when you're, like, in a position and his arm gets too far, and I liked it, and then I was just about to come, and I kind of almost, like, lost air, but then he kind of got up because he heard my sound, and that was probably the best feeling. (laughs) You know, when you're, like, So you do have a concrete. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. For all mine, I have concrete ones. I actually do, too. Reasoning. Yeah. In my opinion, and I'm not a doctor, I don't even play one on TV, but the brain (laughs) uses kinks, I think, as a defense mechanism sometimes. It's, we transform trauma into into that it's, it's kind of like our brain's way of going like oh you experienced this awful thing well now we're going to turn it into something that thrills you you can get control back mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. in a way one girl i dated liked for me to cover her mouth and nose during sex and i was like she did to silence her and i was like oh what happened to you when you were younger because like this is definitely <laughs> something that she never told me she was just like it's just a thing that, that you know i like and i i still to this day wonder like i'd still want to call her be like hey can i just ask you this question <laughs> but yeah i think your brain turns it into things like especially the horror stuff if you're a kid and you see a hor- horrific thing a woman getting murdered your brain might be like okay this is either going to fuck you up for life or let's turn it into a thing that you can play with mm-hmm. you know that's why so many people are into pain yeah extreme bottoms and stuff like that taking all that pain and it's just like it's their way of like internalizing their, their their horrible pasts or you know and it's not always horrible sometimes people just like pain you know? yeah. mm-hmm. So your mom spanks you and you're like, ooh, oh, all right. <laughs> I never liked it. My parents beat the shit out of me when I was a kid because oh, uh, yeah. we're old school Latino. I never, it never transferred into me being like wanting to Same. get spanked or that. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Probably because it ended early for me when I laughed in my mom's face in public for spanking me. Uh, that mm-hmm. stopped every single spanking both from her and my stepdad just because i learned from that if i laughed really hard maniacally it would embarrass them in front of every other adult so laughing really 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 hard when i got spanked was my self-defense thing Mm. and i actually still kind of laugh when i get hit hard Mm. and it's just kind of like one of those root reactions interesting oh yeah i remember my dad came to spank me once and i just looked him in the face like locked eyes with him and i wouldn't break gaze and he kind of like looked at me and was like all right we're not spanking you anymore yeah it's just kind of one of those ones that makes them go like Oh, it's not working anymore. Say, like, go to your room. I'm like, no, wait, spank me. <laughs> yeah. No, don't take the computer. Fuck. Yeah, it ended up turning into, I'm going to take your computer, your laptop. That your hurts phone. way more. <laughs> it did. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I had a little TV set in my room. They took that. I'm like, no. no. Yeah, on my GameCube. Oh, oh I got the boo. Nintendo 64. 
Son of a bitch. This makes me so scared to be a father. I'm like, how do I discipline my kids? Like now as a fetish producer, I'm like, what if I do a thing that's going to accidentally give him a kink? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I could have children now. Just keep your kinks to your own bedroom. I would have to keep the whole well, internet no, it would away be like, from well, them. When you interact with them and trying to discipline them or you say a word or something that's going to... Oh, yeah. Like, what if I, like... You know, what if I say a thing and then, like, in the future, she's calling her boyfriend that name yeah. or something? I don't know. Or, or his girlfriend. Or, I don't You're know. like me and you have a daddy kink. Yeah. It's like a landmine. Thing. Apparently, like, kinks can be hereditary. You think? Apparently. Oh, I don't... My mom is a straight edge. That's what you or think. Or so you think. Yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> oh, no. no. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's another interesting topic because we get a lot of... Uh, I had one guy who was like, yeah, when I raised my kid, I basically just pretended to be this straight-laced person. He's seriously a BDSM lifestylist. So he'll go on vacations, and vacations are like, he'll go to, like, Temptation and do all kinds of kinky shit and come back and be, like, the most boring dad in the world, yeah. listening to boring music, watching boring movies, and his kids are like, Dad, you suck. Yes, I do, son. Uh, now yeah. go be rebellious and cool, and I'll pretend <laughs> to be shocked when you smoke weed. Mm, you all mean your mom going to do ecstasy next week, like... <laughs> Yeah. You know? um, so, so all right. Well, okay. We'll start winding it down because we we talk for hours. I'm sure, but I want to make sure that, that we have enough room to give you guys a return podcast. Um, any final parting questions? Uh, what What are you guys planning for the rest of the year? Any Any future shoots? Are you taking a break? We're heading up. Uh, so, I can't believe we're almost at the end of 2022. I know. Um, we have two more trips on this. Mm-hmm. We'll see, Laura. Laura Cross. Yes. Shout out. Um, kimchi. Kimchi. Shout out number two. I get to finally meet her. I've known her for a while. She's cool. Um, going people. up to North Carolina for Tide Tales. Oh, yeah. We do have NC in October. Though. And then Faith did stuff with them, yeah. I like Tide Tales. November, we'll be back down in Florida. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have to get you guys to come back through here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'll what? be, I'll definitely be back because I got friends. No, I'm, yeah. I, I definitely want. You know, I definitely want to get you back because the stuff we did today was fun and it was low, low stress. But I want to get you more into the, the wrestling, into the combat, martial arts stuff. Yeah, I think you would be really good Supergirl as well. We could totally yeah, do some Supergirl stuff because you got the, the hair in the eyes and like, yeah, we could totally do some superhero stuff. Um, well, that's. I mean, shit, man. We like I said, one of the things that I love about this this business is you get to not just meet coworkers, you meet friends. Mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. they become family because we all share this really crazy, sometimes dark you know, <laughs> yeah. world that oh, no one yeah. else really understands. Oh, absolutely. And so when you get to like sit here and shoot the shit about it, like it's nothing. It's like, oh, this is, these are like my, my other chosen family. So Correct. Well, so I'm glad yeah. to welcome you to the family. Thank you. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> I did. Great time watching you guys beat each other up. And <laughs> I got to jump in there in the end and disappear and shit. It was awesome. It was yeah. fun. It was the it's invisible, always fun. Invisible man. <laughs> I've got, I can't wait to cut that together. I got to see me disappearing while you're still in the hold. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yes. But um, we're definitely going to have um, Valerie Hex and Josie Joe back because they're fantastic. We're so happy to have you on the roster. Um, I'm glad that you don't live too far away, so we yeah. can always get you down. But before we sign off, let's plug your stuff. So where can we find you? Twitter, uh, OnlyFans, websites, what do you guys have? Let's start with Valerie. Um, so my Twitter, let me make sure. Mm-hmm. Get it right. Yeah, I think it's 01 or 1. Clip stores or anything like that? I have a, let's see, it's, you can find it by Valerie Longlegs or if you type in Valerie Hex 1. 
Um, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, Insta. Insta, no. Okay. Um, I have a mini vids and an OnlyFans that I put to my link. Um, the that's on username is kind of hard to find. But is it linked? It's on, on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go to her Twitter for all your your Valerie Hex needs, and it's Valerie Hex One. And what was the other one? It's Valerie Longlegs. Valerie Longlegs. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Josie. I am Josie. You can find me on Twitter at La Josie Joe or the underscore Josie Joe. I have two Twitters. Oh, nice. Um, I also have an OnlyFans at HoneySugar.Doll. So you can also find that on Instagram, HoneySugar.Doll. And that's my handles. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're always at SKWPPV.com for pay-per-view. We have SuperKidsWorld.com, which is all our free stuff. Uh, If you can't afford you know uh pay-per-view stuff go we have like millions of photos and clips you can check out for free and then we have our centrally savage productions.com and then my male versus male female sensual stuff is twitter.com forward slash d prods d p r o d s and so you can check out all the other kinky stuff that we shoot um and this was fun yeah yeah so uh we're gonna do mm-hmm. what we'll be doing is we're gonna have everybody say good night in a sexy voice oh god here we go okay valerie Good night. Good night. Good night, fuckers. We love you. Bye.